Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the 25th day of November. It's the day after. And many of us here in the United States are in a a carb coma. (laughs) We are puffy. We're swollen from the carbs. Uh, But we are here in all of our (laughs) puffy glory. And uh, hopefully there's some leftovers awaiting you as soon as you get done with whatever it is that you're doing. It's also uh, what we call Black Friday here, where we barely get done giving thanks and we run out and <laughs> and fight with people over things that we don't really need at stores. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Uh, but some people love it. And if that's you, God bless you uh you might want to stick around though for just a fun little black friday announcement that we start here kick it off today at the daily audio bible today we are reading galatians chapter four through six and just a couple days left this week in the christian standard bible translation galatians chapter four Now I say that as long as the heir is a child, he differs in no way from a slave, though he is the owner of everything. Instead, he is under guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were in slavery under the elements of the world. When the time came to completion, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then God has made you an heir. But in the past, since you didn't know God, you were enslaved to things that by nature are not God's. But now since you know God, or rather, have become known by God. How can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elements? Do you want to be enslaved to them all over again? You are observing special days, months, seasons, and years. I am fearful for you that perhaps my labor for you has been wasted. I beg you, brothers and sisters, become as I am, for I also have become as you are. You have not wronged me. You know that previously I preached the gospel to you because of a weakness of the flesh. You did not despise or reject me, though my physical condition was a trial for you. On the contrary, you received me as an angel of God, as Christ Jesus himself. Where then is your blessing? For I testify to you that, if possible, you would have torn out your eyes and given them to me. So then, have I become your enemy because I told you the truth? They court you eagerly, but not for good. They want to exclude you from me so that you would pursue them. But it is always good to be pursued in a good manner and not just when I am with you. My children, I am again suffering labor pains for you until Christ is formed in you. I would like to be with you right now and change my tone of voice because I don't know what to do about you. Tell me. You who want to be under the law, don't you hear the law? For it is written that Abraham 
had two sons, one by a slave and the other by a free woman. But the one by the slave was born as a result of the flesh, while the one by the free woman was born through promise. These things are being taken figuratively, for the women represent two covenants. One is from Mount Sinai and bears children into slavery. This is Hagar. Now Hagar represents Mount Sinai and Arabia and corresponds to the present Jerusalem, for she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, and she is our mother. For it is written, Rejoice, childless woman, unable to give birth. Burst into song and shout, you who are not in labor. For the children of the desolate woman will be many, more numerous than those of the woman who has a husband. Now you too, brothers and sisters, like Isaac, are children of promise. But just as then the child born as a result of the flesh persecuted the one born as a result of the spirit, so also now. But what does the scripture say? Drive out the slave and her son, for the son of the slave will never be a co-heir with the son of the free woman. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we are not children of a slave, but of the free woman. For freedom, Christ set us free. Stand firm then. And don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. Take note, I, Paul, am telling you that if you get yourselves circumcised, Christ will not benefit you at all. Again, I testify to every man who gets himself circumcised that he is obligated to do the entire law. You who are trying to be justified by the law are alienated from Christ. You have fallen from grace. For we eagerly await through the Spirit, by faith, the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision accomplishes anything. What matters is faith working through love. You are running well. Who prevented you from being persuaded regarding the truth? This persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole batch of dough. I myself am persuaded in the Lord you will not accept any other view. But whoever it is that is confusing you will pay the penalty. Now, brothers and sisters, if I still preach circumcision, why am I still persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been abolished. I wish those who are disturbing you might also let themselves be mutilated. For you were called to be free, brothers and sisters. Only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out, or you will be consumed by one another. I say then, walk by the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is against the spirit, and the spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other, so that you don't do what you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatreds, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. I am warning you about these things as I warned you before that those who practice such things 
will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Brothers and sisters, if someone is overtaken in any wrongdoing, you who are spiritual, restore such a person with a gentle spirit, watching out for yourselves so that you also won't be tempted. Carry one another's burdens. In this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone considers himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Let each person examine his own work, and then he can take pride in himself alone and not compare himself with someone else, for each person will have to carry his own load. Let the one who is taught the word share all his good things with the teacher. Don't be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, he will also reap because the one who sows to his flesh will reap destruction from the flesh, but the one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us work for the good of all, especially for those who belong to the household of faith. Look at what large letters I use as I write to you in my own handwriting. Those who want to make a good impression in the flesh are the ones who would compel you to be circumcised, but only to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. For even the circumcised don't keep the law themselves, and yet they want you to be circumcised in order to boast about your flesh. But as for me, I will never boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. The world has been crucified to me through the cross, and I to the world. For both circumcision and uncircumcision mean nothing. What matters instead is a new creation. May peace come to all those who follow this standard, and mercy even to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, because I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. So we are in the book of Galatians, and if you have the resource, the God of your story, there's some, some great commentary that unpacks the last few days of Scripture. It's quite detailed, and so we don't, have time to <laughs> unpack all of this obviously and what is so interesting about this too is that some of the content that we're reading is really where our theological and denominational differences come from downs of our religious also i'd like to point out just some little things i notice along the way we can in our faith, in our culture, in our Christianity, 
we can reference certain scriptures and we can pull them to really promote our convictions and our personal platforms. And what we tend to do in that is to just pull a portion of the scripture, just just the one that we really want to emphasize, just just the one that we're really passionate about. For instance, chapter 5, verse 19. Now, the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity. And we usually just kind of fizzle out right there. <laughs> Especially if we don't struggle with any of those things but we need to read the entire context if we're gonna read scripture if we're gonna pull from so let's continue that idolatry sorcery hatreds strife jealousy outbursts of anger selfish ambitions dissensions factions envy drunkenness carousing and anything similar and anything similar is really important right there there's a lot of things similar to a lot of those things quite a harsh statement that follows i am warning you about these things as i warned you before that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of god we really have a tendency to just pull one of those, pull it out and fling it and throw it and hope that it sticks and disregard the entire list. When in all truth, we fail to realize that we deal with one of those, at least, at least one of those we are guilty of. Really important passage right after that. But the fruit, the fruit, the evidence of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control the law is not against such things and then we hear the theme of endurance in chapter six it is so easy to blame the enemy to rebuke the devil and to send his tactics and his temptations back down to the pit of hell but we must remember the word speaks that we reap what we sow and sometimes there are consequences bad consequences for our bad choices there are good consequences for our good choices and then I loved this little callback from our reading the other day let us not get tired of doing good for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up endurance keep enduring enduring is such a major theme and for me it can be far more relatable than overcoming i realize that we are overcomers through christ jesus but i find myself far more in the process of endurance than i'm trying to overcome because the second i overcome i get too mouthy and poop I fall right off of the pedestal and I'm thankful that God is there to pick me back up again so much to consider here today even though this is written for a specific time for specific people in a specific place but we find much 
much to remember and to relate to, especially I love the passage of the fruit of the Spirit. And I love it because it's been so hard fought for in my life. And we want to share the love of Jesus with people. And we can do that. But if there's no fruit in our lives, if there's no evidence of the Spirit of God working in our lives, then why would anyone want a fruitless tree? For me, there's no argument. For someone that has witnessed someone without love, without joy, without patience, without kindness, without self-control, and I have been that person. I was so focused on the law because that's what I thought mattered, that I lacked any fruit. My tree bore no fruit. And I can tell you, I've, I'm a lover of trees and plants, but trees I find fascinating. And Brian bought me a couple of olive trees a couple of years ago for my birthday because I'm so infatuated by the ones in Israel. And I was elated when a brand new little branch was birthed from that olive tree. And I have been so sad watching some disease come and eat both trees and I not only am I not bearing any olives on my trees uh, my trees are dead and it is a stark reminder to me of a tree that bears no fruit and the embodiment of a spiritless being and I don't want to be that so father we thank you for your word today we thank you that through your spirit we have good fruit available to us we often forget but it is there it is available we just we simply ask for it we simply practice walking in self-control walking with the joy of the lord walking in peace making peace when chaos exudes all around us practicing being faithful in the little and in the much and letting our no mean no and our yes be yes and gentleness when it is mistaken for weakness kindness patience and sometimes rising above the vitriol and the hatred and being love when love cannot be found because you said they will know that we are yours by the love that we show for one another. And so I thank you for this reminder today. And I pray that we put the fruit of your spirit to practice in our lives daily. Thank you that you are but a breath away, a prayer away. Jesus, be with me. Spirit of God, be present in my life now and we can trust you we pray this now in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen daily audio bible that's home base check it out if you have not that's the app take a look around doodle around if you want today very special 
day. It's, uh, as I mentioned, Black Friday here in the United States. I wish we could come up with another name really bad. Regardless, we'll ride the wave. Today is Black Friday in the United States, and you can get in on our Black Friday sale here at the Daily Audio Bible. Christmas boxes. It is live today, and you can you can purchase one. Uh, what is a Christmas box? I'm so glad that you asked. In this year's Christmas box, December 2022, Promised Land book, The God of Your Story, the hardback book, Sneezing Jesus, Reframe. Both of those books are game changers written by my husband, Brian Harden. Your choice of coffee, your choice of tea, a global campfire candle, a little pop socket for your phone so you don't get a little indentation on your pinky like I've got, some stickers, and it's $69.99 today. Now you can purchase this through December 17th in within the United States. And if you are purchasing international, you have one week. I know, I'm so sorry. I don't make the rules. I sometimes don't even abide by the rules, but we've got to follow this rule for you to get your Christmas box in time. You have one week internationally to order the Christmas box. It's a fantastic deal. I know so many of you already have the products because you like to have them as soon as they come out. Uh, But if you don't, or if you have people to buy for for Christmas, it's really uh, an incredible value to jump on while you can so that launches today we're excited about that and if you have more christmas shopping to do take a look around the store the coffee is amazing and who couldn't use a good cup of coffee during the christmas holidays christmas eve family christmas all of it if you'd like to partner with the daily audio bible we thank you so much for your partnership if you're giving by mail D-A-B P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174. Or utilizing your mobile app, hit the give icon up at the top right hand corner of your mobile app. And then lastly, hit the give icon uh, on the website itself. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in, You can do so several different ways. 800-583-2164 or hit the red circle button up at the top right hand corner of that mobile app again. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel over to chronological and it will get to the right place. That's going to do it for me. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow as this week comes to a very quick close and uh, tomorrow is a very special day and our family as well because china our only daughter our beautiful girl uh tomorrow she celebrates a birthday and so we will celebrate her tomorrow i look forward to that until then love one another hi this is victoria soldier just calling to pray for some of the dabbers I want to pray for Jesus, girl, and the uh, the husband and the, the, the faith cancer. I want to pray for God to work a miracle. I also want to pray for Chuck, who's going through uh, uh, in, in, with his, his family. And I also want to pray for Savon, 
who's been going through some challenges. I heard him the other day and I wanted to uh, call and, and pray for him. Gracious Father, we just ask you to touch in the healing process of these people are going through in their marriage, they're going through in sickness. Father, we just ask you to, to have your way. We just ask you to heal. We just ask you to deliver. We just ask you to set free, even in the marriages, Lord. You be in the midst, Lord, with your hands spread out over both of them, Father. In the name of Jesus, as you bring life into that marriage, as you keep the life in your protection, even in the sickness, Lord, we ask that you work a miracle. Just the touch of your hand, any miracle, Lord, you can do anything but fail, Lord. You have your way, Lord, and we'll give you the glory. We in the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Have a good day, Deborah. Love you all. Bye-bye. Hello, Debsy. This is Aaron from Houston. And this is a urgent prayer for a friend of mine. He's He was new to the church and a brand new believer, maybe only a couple of months old as a believer, but he's recently essentially left the church and said he's done with God completely. Um, he has a lot of worries regarding his children, going through a difficult time legally trying to uh, find a way to have custody of his children and it's it's just a lot there is a lot going on with him and he's got a lot of loss and hurt in the past um, but to the point that he has essentially emotionally shut down completely for years and he's says he's not angry with God, he's just disappointed. Um, he's not seeing results. He has spiritual warfare happening in his life. There is a lot going on with this. So I just really, really want to lift him up in prayer. Please lift him up in prayer because he needs as much as he can possibly get right now. Um, he's still like willing to meet up with people. He's still friendly. Uh, but he is pretty just emotionally dead inside, essentially. So just be praying that God can reawaken his heart and reawaken his trust in God. And ultimately that hopefully he could relationships can be built uh, and that he trusts in God no matter what happens. Good morning, DABC family. This is Samantha from Tennessee. It is November 22nd, and I wanted to lift up Kate and pray for her. So, Lord, we know that you are the great physician, and you know exactly what's going on in Kate's body and her husband's body. Firstly, we thank you for the recovery and the healing of her husband. God, I'm so glad that someone in their household is feeling better. It can be really stressful when everyone is down at the same time. Secondly, I want to lift up Kate's body before you, Jesus, that you would physically heal her and give her encouragement that she would feel like she could be on the mend and that her full recovery would come soon. I also pray for her mental health, Jesus. I pray that you give her peace beyond understanding that even if her physical body is not well, that her mind would be well and her soul would be well. Jesus, hold her tightly in your arms, Lord, and let Kate know that she's going to be okay. In Jesus' name, amen. 
I want to offer some encouragement to, I think her name was Daughter of, of the King or Daughter of Honor. Um, she's dealing with infertility issues. I say, walk a mile in your shoes. Well, my wife and I walk in those same shoes that you're walking in. and It's not an easy journey. You get so many no's throughout your, your journey. And while other people seem to be getting your yeses, that's when I encourage you just to continue to believe in the faithfulness of God. I always prayed, God, you are faithful. You are so faithful. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness in my life, in this journey. My wife would ask me, do you, do you think that God wants me to be a mom? And I said, he wouldn't put that desire in your heart if he didn't mean to fulfill it. So I would just encourage you to keep walking that out. I don't know what your motherhood journey will look like, whether it be natural birth, IVF, adoption but if god put that desire in your heart just continue to believe in his faithfulness i would encourage you to look up hebrews 11 11 and i think you'll find some encouragement there and i just pray lord that you would just bless her bless her husband lord walk them through this this journey lord be with them lord as you was through my wife and i's journey lord there is an answer to these prayers lord and we just know that you know what you're doing and we give you all the glory and we thank you again for your faithfulness in our lives for all those who struggle with infertility i just pray a special blessing on them lord that they get their greater yes just as my wife and i got ours thank you